0: The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. In the face of Utah's strict liquor laws and limited alcohol licensing, the experience of drinking in this city is already a journey. So in January of this year, I thought, why not make it a quest? On this show, I declared my New Year's resolution was to have at least one drink at every bar in Salt Lake County before the end of 2023. You want to know how it's going? Yeah, I bet you do. Lead producer Emily Means is in the host chair. It's Monday, July 17th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is
1: CityCast Salt Lake. Okay, Ali Vallarta, we are halfway through your year of having at least one drink at every bar in Salt Lake County. Mm -hmm. Do you regret it? (laughs) My year of
0: drinking liberally? No, I don't regret it. I mean, this has been one of the most hilarious adventures I've ever been on. It checks a lot of boxes for me because A... I really love socializing and meeting new people, which is why I'm sort of allergic to house parties. Like if you invite me to a house party, I'll definitely come for at least 20 minutes, but then at some point I'm gonna be like, gotta scoot. Like why I leave the house is to talk to people and meet new people. And so this project has allowed me to do that at record levels. (laughs) And so I'm at this point in the year, I am, I will tell you, Emily, I'm like exactly halfway. I have made it halfway through this list. And I'm starting to get to a place where like when friends are like, oh, let's go down to whatever place we like. I'm like, you guys, I can't go. I just can't be going to the same bars anymore. Like I've got to go. Like if I'm going to do this, it's, it's time to stop revisiting. And so that's been fun. And I don't know. It's such a like silly project. And every time I bring it up, I think people are going to mock me ruthlessly. And they might when I leave the room. But to my face, they're very intrigued.
1: I don't think this is silly at all. I think it's very serious and, uh, (laughs) frankly, inspirational. For anyone who hasn't been following closely, what is your methodology? You're halfway through. What does that even mean? Okay. So what I did
0: is I decided on a New Year's resolution show that I was going to, this year, have at least one drink. And the whole at least one drink thing is just like, give. it's like my way of saying give it a fair shot, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. have at least one drink at every bar in Salt Lake County. So I was able to actually quite easily download the list from the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services of every CL bar license, that's where I'm going. So basically what that means is like, it's not a restaurant, it's not a brewery, they serve liquor, which means they're categorized as a bar. You get ID'd at the door, And it has one of those little paper, like, eight and a half by 11 printed signs that says, this is a bar. And so I pulled that entire list. And then I am tracking on a spreadsheet. Whenever I go to a place, I note the date that I was there. And then I write, like, a five-sentence summary of my experience. And I post about it on my Instagram account at everybar.slc. The account is is more recent than the project. Um, And so – My rule is: it doesn't matter if I've been somewhere before; I have to go again this year. So, like, even if I've been to, you know, the Green Pig a million times, like, still within this calendar year, I have to go to the Green Pig again. And that's been kind of fun because, like, now I'm looking at places I would normally go in a new light because I'm thinking about them differently and how they compare to other places. So, so that's the methodology. So, when I say I'm halfway, there are about a little over two hundred. I'm at around 100.
1: Mamma mia. Okay, are you at these bars taking notes? And you said you have at least one drink. Is it a good drink or is it just like, oh, I got a pint of beer and I'm out? Oh my God, okay. So this is a really, you've, okay, this is contentious.
0: So I'm not taking notes. I'm not using like recording. First of all, I want to fit in at all of these places. So I'm not walking in looking like a narc. I don't have like a little notepad <laughs> or like a go-go gadget something. But I will like make notes on my phone if I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Like I'm at Proper Brewing and I'm a skee-ball enthusiast and the skee-ball setup here is pretty damn good because the pss- balls are heavier than the ones at quarters and my score is higher and I'm like, that's worth noting." <laughs> so oh, I might wow. make like a little Apple note being like Ski balls heavy. Um, What am I drinking? I try and drink with the vibe of the place. Though I was nearly shouted out of the room when I did go to the very cool new tiki bar Acme in Sugar House, the former Campfire Lounge, Mm -hmm. and where they will like famously like light your drink on fire. Like it is super cool what they're doing there. It's a great time, and uh, as a Floridian, I feel very at home in that space. So at home that I ordered a vodka soda, and they were like, you've got to be kidding me. So uh Ugh. of course, I know. So then it was like, okay, just kidding, just kidding. Having a specialty cocktail, silly me. So I try, but I will say, Emily, like, I mean, I'm doing a lot of drinking here, okay? And cocktails thank you for your service. are thank you. Um, cocktails are in intense. Like on a weeknight, like they can get heavy, they can get sugary. They can cause hangovers. Like, I do try and keep it light and bright. So beers and what I call wedding mixed drinks. Like, what would you order at a wedding? Rum and Coke, Mm, vodka, soda. Moscow Mule.
1: Okay. Right?
0: Yeah, you're right. That's pretty simple. That that can categorize wedding drink. Yeah.
1: I'm not a scientist, okay? And this isn't my beat. (laughs)
0: This is your beat.
1: (laughs) Bill Nye the bar back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you said that you thought people might find it silly that you're doing this project, but Mm. what has people's reaction been when you've told them about this? Like, as you're out and about at the bar?
0: Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, whenever I tell people I'm doing this, the first question is, How many bars are there in Salt Lake County? And then they always say, What's your favorite? And I refuse to answer that question because I'm not qualified. I haven't been to them all yet. And also, like, that's like asking who your favorite child is, right? It's like- Is it? There's a bar for every occasion. I don't sure. think there's one bar to rule them all, you know? Yeah. But I will say I, I was a little nervous about this at first because, I don't know, I think generally, like, there's a lot of, like, masculine energy in bars, and I think as, like, a young woman when I'm like, oh, I'm hanging out in bars all year- I assume that in a really conservative state like Utah, a lot of people would kind of scoff at that, and they have not whatsoever. Um, People think it's awesome. And then I will say there's like one particular thing that happened that is the best reaction I've had to this project, which is you were actually with me. We walked into Dick and Dixie's one night. And there was a guy sitting at the bar and he, you know, when someone is looking at you and they're kind of squinting and you can tell they're trying to figure out who you are.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you lock eyes accidentally and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. We
0: know each other. Do we know
1: each other? Who are you? Yeah. And I'm like,
0: I'm the chattiest like person around. So I'm like, I'm sure we know each other, you know. So. He was like, you're that that woman. Like, You're that girl that's drinking at every bar in Salt Lake County. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that is me. And he was like, I knew I would run into you. I knew eventually that I would run into you at a bar. My name is Andy, and my friends and I are doing the exact same thing. <laughs> that was a wild night, bro. It was I,
1: two worlds
0: colliding. I obviously screamed. I whipped out my spreadsheet. He whipped out his spreadsheet. And... He and his friends are tracking the way that they started doing this project. And actually, he's like the most tangential of the friend group in this sort of project. But he's like the most dedicated participant. (laughs) And the reason they started doing it is because one of their friends just finished a cancer recovery. And so this project was an effort to just kind of like get back out there and do something kind of zany that gets you back out there. After going through this like massive... Um, life experience of cancer treatment. And so anyway, I was like, Andy, either we compete as nemeses or we team up as friends. And he was like, I think we're allies. So we have now been kind of collaborating, which is really helpful for me because one of his crew is pregnant and she is a great DD for all of us.
1: It's good to have friends like that. Wow, uh-huh. this you two are like two Spider-Men from different universes. Yeah. I feel like I don't you know what, maybe you don't understand that. We're inside <laughs> the Venn diagram of drinking, Emily. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour.
1: Allie, you have been to more than 100 bars by now. What places have surprised you the most? Okay, so a
0: couple things that have surprised me. Uh, One is going to places that are like so obvious that you just have missed them. And the big one for me is Beer Hive Pub on Main Street. Have you ever been there? I have been there. You hadn't been there? No. And I swear to God, it's just because it's like in such plain sight. Like it's, it looks like a bar. Like if you Google bar, it's like, that's <laughs> like you Google pub and it's the Beer Hive on Main Street. And I- True, true. I think for that reason, it didn't feel like a discovery to me. And so I never wandered in there. But of course I went, oh my God, what a great spot. Um, and the coolest thing about it is that it has something I have never seen in my life, which is an ice bar. So there's like this strip that runs down the actual wooden bar that is like a giant long strip of ice that you can yeah. set your beer on to keep it cold. Love Where that. have I been? The, the innovation. The innovation. So that's like file under hidden in plain sight and surprised and delighted me. Um, a little bit less obvious, I would say, is Bob's Redwood Lounge, which is in Poplar Grove on Redwood Road. And what I went on a Wednesday evening. Um, my friend Shereen Gorbani, friend of the show, and I were the only people in there. We were so fortunate that the owner, Bob, was behind the stick, so we got to chat with oh. him. And what a cool place. First of all, the layout is great. Great pool room, giant round tables with like red leather boots. Ooh, real classy. Yeah. Just like it's, it's like one of those places where you're like, this bar is both a moment in time and like could look like this forever and it would be applicable. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like real classic style, like like real cheers classic. or
1: something real where everybody classic. knows
0: your name, never going out of style. And one of the coolest things about that place, too, is that it's been in his family since like the mid 60s. So this is like a family owned. He is second generation owner. His dad owned it before him, Pete. And this is just like a family spot, so much so that the bar itself used to be a house And if you stand out on the street and look at it, you can see that it has a pitched roof. And then they like built around it, which is part of why it's so big. And it has so many different rooms. So Bob's Redwood Lounge is like, was for me an undiscovered gem. I'm sure a million people listening who frequent there all the time are like, how dare you say undiscovered? It's been there for more than longer than you've been alive. But I was so happy to discover it and I will be back. The other thing that was sort of surprising to me is some of our local strip clubs. Really? They have bar
1: licenses?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Huh. Trails is a bar on 3rd West. And the Den, which used to be Deuces Wild in Magna, is a bar, which I went to on the 4th of July. Um, I, you know... I remember being younger and living in Salt Lake, and the way people would talk about trails, and I think that's sort of just because there's a through line of misogyny when we think about exotic dance, um, but was like it was some sort of just, like, dump, you know? Like, it was like, Mm oh trails, like, And I went there a couple months ago with some girlfriends, and we had a great time. And I don't know why people knock on it. I mean, like, it is a strip club. If you have an issue with that or that's a situation that makes you uncomfortable, then, like, yeah, it's not right for you. But I've been to a lot of strip clubs in the world, and I thought it was a really great one. The dancers are fantastic. The girls are lovely. The service is great. The layout is, like, really nice. It's, like, well-designed. Yeah, so I actually – I have, like, only – really nice things to say about the two local strip clubs that I went to.
1: Who would you recommend go there for a drink? Because, I mean, you know, maybe this is my bias. I wouldn't think, oh, I want a delicious cocktail, a refreshing beverage. I'm going to go to Trails. Mm, So mm
0: -hmm. who should go? I mean, you should go there to see the dancers because they're really talented and really beautiful. But can I tell you one of my favorite things about being in a strip club, Emily? is that when you are a young woman in a strip club, the minute you walk in that door, or at least this has been my experience, I feel sort of absolved of the male gaze because the the gaze of the entire room is on one person and that's the dancer and that's mm-hmm. that's like how it's designed, that's what it should be. So, like, whereas, like, when you're a young woman and you walk into bars a lot and you want to, like, dance and just hang out with your friends, you can kind of feel eyes on you because that's often the vibe in these spaces. Not always, but, like, often is just, like, the, the male gaze is very present, right? When you're at a strip club, no one's looking at you. Everyone is looking at the dancer. And you can do whatever you want. Like we were like chatting and dancing and hanging out with ourselves. No one talked to us, no one approached us, no one was staring us down. We were we were of
1: no interest. <laughs> and I was like this is actually pretty liberating. That's tempting. That's tempting. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've presented some great options that might surprise people. They surprised you. Uh Uh, One thing I do not want to be surprised by is the patio situation. If I'm Mm -hmm. going out and, you know, it's hot out, but not too hot. Like 100 degrees is way too hot to be out on a bar patio. But, you know, like a a nice balmy 80 degree evening in Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. I want a patio I'm going to have a great time at. Maybe there's a good view or good music and definitely... Some fresh drinks. What are some of the best patios you've found in uh, on your journey? Okay. So I think
0: if you want to sit on a patio, you're gonna have luck at almost any brewery. So like your level crossing, second summit, TF Brewing, Shades Brewing, the South Salt Lake location. I'm sure the one they're about to open in ba- they're about to move to in ballpark is gonna have a patio. Grid City has one on the roof, which can be really hot midday, but like in the evening, totally lovely. That's also in South Salt Lake. And then I will say like, if you want to sit out on a picnic table and have kind of a shady vibe, there are two in Cottonwood Heights that are fantastic. One is the Cotton Bottom, which actually technically isn't a bar, but It's a restaurant, but, like, I think of it as a bar, so I added it to the list. This is the problem. I keep adding to the list, right? So I'm undermining my own success. Um, The Cotton Bottom is famous for their garlic burger. It's a totally delightful place to sit at a picnic table. And, like, often you'll end up, which, of course, I love this, sharing with strangers at the picnic table. So if you want, you can strike up a conversation. Like, it's just really informal. So go for a hike and get a burger at the Cotton Bottom. And then right down the street is the Wallow, which is a bar. And they've got this, like, real secret garden patio situation. There's live music there most nights. You're, you're probably going to have to wait on a beautiful day to sit on that patio. Um, but it's worth it. There's, like, a fountain back there. It's totally lovely. And then, like, I would say if what you want to do is have, like, a glam patio experience, because – Sometimes that's what we're all looking for, right? Like, it's a Sunday fun day. You want a day drink. You want to, like, put on a nice dress. Maybe, like, go show off a little bit. Wear your best sunglasses. Go to the Ivy. And it's huge. Like, you'll have a pretty easy time getting seated. But they have an enormous patio. There's often a DJ out there. Um, there's a
1: freaking fountain, isn't there? There's a
0: freaking fountain that I think sometimes, based on what I've heard from a friend who hosts there, sometimes people think get get
1: drunk and think is a pool. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, because it's like a big square <laughs> in the ground. Um Man, you can't bring these people anywhere.
0: The Ivy Patio is totally charming. The um the Van Ryder, which just opened on the roof of the Le Meridian Hotel downtown, that's a kind of glam patio. Like that's a CNBC scene kind of situation. And then I would say, like, max chill. I'm going to the garage on Beck. Fabulous patio by day or by night. Yeah. And then the sun trap has an incredible patio. And one of the best things about it is that the dance party is also out on the patio at, on a weekend night. And, like, all I ever want to do is dance outside. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So Much I would say. Much inside. And then I discovered on this journey and this might be my favorite discovery so far, a bar called The Midway, which is in Murray. It's right next door to Post Malone's um, Raising Cane's chicken place, the one that's all pink. Yes. This place is incredible, Emily. It's circus themed, but not in a clown way, okay? Just in like a red and white striped wallpaper, and there's a carousel in the middle, and you can ride a carousel horse way. It's got a great dart setup. The crowd is super fun, super diverse. The karaoke on Monday is top-notch. But they have a huge patio in the front with tons of fire pits and like what a cool spot to hang out as the weather
1: cools. That is a great recommendation. Um, okay, Allie. A hundred bars down, about a hundred more to go. We're a little more than halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. You think you're gonna do it? Hell yeah, I am. I know you are. Now,
0: I know we're always disillusioned when the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services says things like we only have 12 bar licenses to hand out between now and the end of the year, which they said last week. Uh, I've never been more thrilled to hear that. <laughs> I need them to stop handing out bar licenses in Salt Lake County. Wait a minute.
1: You're the enemy of the people, Allie. What's going on
0: here? <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, um, yeah, go give a bar license to, uh, I don't know, the people of Sam Pete, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm absolutely going to do it. And not just because the few people that have trolled me on Twitter about how unlikely I am to do it are the wind beneath my wings. Um, but because I think I'm pacing well and I'm making good time and now I have garnered some public support. So like I had outreach from a veteran who's a listener to the show who said, let's hit every VFW in a day. I met someone who I am hitting every bout time with on a Sunday with a designated driver. There are 10 of them. Wish me luck.
1: Um, and
0: so people have started like kind of being helpful and I think they're going to push me over the finish line. This community. Emily, that's what this is about, okay? It's not just about drinking.
1: Listen, kid, you've got a dream and you've got drive. You're going to do it. <laughs> of all the gin joints <laughs> in all the counties. <laughs> Ali Bayarta, host of the CityCast Salt Lake podcast and uh, local bar enthusiast, thank you so much for your work on this issue. You bet, Emily.
0: If you want to keep close tabs on this bar project, no pun intended, my spreadsheet is public. I linked it in the show notes. I also made a Google Map overlay of every bar in the county in case you're out and about and you want to play along. And as I mentioned, there, of course, is an Instagram account. You can find me at everybarslc. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Cheers.
1: We get that good uh, refinery sunset, right? Listen, the refinery sunset, it's like being on – what's that um, –
0: what's the planet? Tattoo from tat- – Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> In Star Wars. All the things she said. All the Yeah. Tatooine and Star Wars, that's sometimes how I feel staring into the refinery from yeah. the patio of uh, the garage I'm back.